Greetings, Lucasarians. Um, excited to hit you with a two for this time. Um, so, spoiler alert, this um, podcast is going to be talking on a little bit more adult and um, a little bit more, uh, you know, more, you know, wise, older conversations and, and sexual nature. So, um, uh, I guess be advised. Um, so we'll get right into it. I think, I, I think I've known you guys long enough, um, to, for us to have this kind of talk, but let's get right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, the relationships between men and women 2021 uh, and the future of that when you look at the world there's so many different shifts that's been happening lately in the dynamic of relationship um there's even been such shifts in people definition and defining of who they are you know some people want to be referred to as they them instead of he or she some people don't want to be considered female some people don't want to be considered male some people don't want to be considered trans some people don't want to be considered hetero some people don't want to be considered pansexual some people don't want to be considered uh bisexual uh it's it's very confusing but it's like dangerous because you got to think about it like this when you i watch a kid's show when i was sitting in a doctor's office waiting room and on the kid's show they had i guess what they were trying to like depict as a um i guess uh ambiguous likely like like I don't know. It it just didn't really appear male or female. You couldn't really give it a gender. But they were like, I was sitting there, I was like, I was like, man, God, this is this is what the world's turning to. Um it was it was crazy because I was sitting there, I was like, this isn't like it's a like show for kids that's at preschool. This is a show for that little kid who's at home with mom and too young for preschool. And you're already starting to feed that to them. And like, I had a discussion with uh, my loved one recently over a post we saw on um, Instagram uh, that had a little boy that was given like a little, you know, like play, play kitchen for Christmas and I was like well toys like that are genderless really you know even an easy bake oven if you like food and sweets then it's genderless and every little kid likes food and sweets and if you give them something where they can make food and sweets without mom and dad or whenever they want it uh you know I'm sorry but it's genderless uh and if your son grabs his sister's doll 
and a Power Ranger, and he's like making them fight each other, then, you know, he's not playing with a doll. He's playing with dolls. Well, you know, it's, it's to him, they're like, they're whatever he's envisioning it in his mind. You know, you. this is what's so dangerous about how we're doing the sexuality thing in children. We're trying to force upon a child ideals and notions, but sometimes kids don't even understand what love is just yet. You know? Kids don't understand what, you know, like, what those terms mean. Like, you could have a, like, you go right now to, like, a little five or six or seven-year-old that's not interested in girls, and if you really wanted to break it down, I'm probably going to step on some people's toes with this, and um, I'll give you forewarning, because what's about to come out of my mouth is going to just kind of, like, piss you off, or make you excited if you don't agree. Um, if you look at an average kid from, like, well, three to maybe five, uh, male, and look at like his interactions. If you're going to like start pushing this on like kids, then every little boy is gay. Every little boy is not interested in women at that time. He's interested in his dad, which is his idol. He's interested in hanging and playing with other boys and emulating and being like them. He's even sweet and affectionate to them because they're his friends. They're his buddies. The only female that he's sweet and affectionate on, other than that, is his mother. So, and the light goes where you could flip it with little girls. You know? She might be daddy's girl, but, like, she just wants to hang and dance with her friends at play, at, uh, dance recitals, do gymnastics, you know, and, like, that's the difference. Now, here's where I'm going to peg the difference back onto you. This is like the the jaded kind of sword when you we're talking sexual equality and uh, basically the battle of the sexes, which this whole segment is kind of about. Um, this this is where we we peg this on. OK, lesbian is celebrated. Gay isn't. So when you hear this in a mom with her little three or four year old little daughter, when she like goes over and plays with a boy, it's like, oh, is that your little boyfriend? They affirm to her that you're going to like boys right there. Never heard a mom say, oh, is that your little girlfriend? No. So in nature of parents, they'll do that both to boys and girls. It happens with boys too, but like the parent affirms the way you're going to date to, uh, you know, their child at that, that point. Now look at TV and entertainment using people from Nas X to, you know, other people 
to run this narrative is like to like kids like okay you don't have to be that you can have that that could be your little boyfriend but like listen you're pandering to an audience that like believes in magic <laughs> believes in you know believes that the world is a kind nice place you ask the kid if he thinks what he thinks of the world he'll he'll tell you some of the most beautiful shit you ever heard but you'll sit there like as an adult knowing that what he's thinking is false like seriously if you have a kid that's under you know let's just say you get about time you get seven or eight you start to understand kind of what's real and what's not so let's go from six to you know like speaking age uh, speaking and coherent thought age so like let's go up from you know you know what i'm saying four to four to eight probably we'll just say it like that i'll even go four to ten all right ask this little kid what they would think the world would do for them or people in the world if they were just somewhere and you weren't around and they were hungry and they needed somebody to take care of them now bear in mind there is one protection that in answering this they would be right but in you answering it the same way you would be in for the roughest time of your life but if you ask this to a kid like hey johnny your mom and daddy aren't around you're hungry cold and need food and he's asking people do you think that the people will help you little johnny will say yes because the world is a good place and for little johnny the world is a good place because little Johnny is a child it's also a dangerous place for little Johnny because little Johnny is a child but only the parents know this that's why we arm our kids by saying don't talk to strangers don't do this don't because that's where we're starting to lay the bricks for the wall that the world ain't nice protect yourself you know, have some common sense. Uh, have some thick skin. Don't follow your friends always. You know, that's that's the preparing that the parents doing, laying those bricks and layers. So when the kid does leave that little space that the parents have built for him, he has this armor built wall around him. But not always the case. You know, like little Johnny's dad is hungry, needs help. And because little Johnny's dad is not a child, because little Johnny's dad is a male, the world isn't going to help him. Now, a woman, on the other hand, can probably get help. But here's the thing. Women can get help through emotions. Men can't, you know, so when we're always talking about equality and stuff, I want somebody to like feminist woman to step up and say, 
tell women like stop crying stop crying to get what you want because if we want to be fair every time a woman steps up because she doesn't get what she wants at the job or either cries or gets on her knees let's be real gets on her knees or lays on her back it hurts the strong woman that isn't going to do all that because if it is in the male driven world the woman that lies on her back makes the next 10 women either have to lie on her back get on her knees or go for the door so when they were talking about the Harvey Weinstein and like all the women that was affected by me too I always thought about what happened to the women that was just straight down for it. Oh, you gonna make me a star? Well, I'm gonna give you the best little, you know, best little oral job you ever had. Or, okay, you gonna make me a star? I'm gonna like sleep with you tonight. You know, there was women that did that. There was women that like probably reached heights that we, we won't ever know because she will never admit that, you know, or she might admit it, but she might try to play the victim so it doesn't look like she was down for that cause at that time. Or she just had to play that, play that little position for that little bit, you know, to get her foot in the door. I always like to think when I talk about equality and stuff like that of the Johnny Depp case. Now, when the actual facts came out, Later on, it was like Johnny Depp was being abused, but no one cared. <laughs> it's like no one cared. It was like the fact that when he was being like, it was saying that he was being abusive, everyone cared. Cancel him, do this, do that. And the world reacted and did it. But then when the world found out, it's like, oh, my bad. And then came the narrative that all men, straight, gay, whatever, live with. The, he's a man, he'll be all right. He's a man, he'll be all right. His mother just died. He's a man, he'll be all right. He'll get through this. Uh, he lost his job. He's a man, he'll be all right. He'll get through this. He hasn't seen his child in three months. He's a man. He'll be all right. He'll get through this. Now, when it's a woman, that whole conversation changes. She hasn't seen her child in three months. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, you must be feeling so horrible. Come here, let me hold you. Oh, you lost your mother. Oh, come here. You know, you'll get those things like that. Oh, you lost your job? Well, don't cry. We have programs to help you get another one. You know? There is some, there's a man out there right now who's the most nurturing, caring, and loving father there is, but he's divorced. And he could be the stronger parent, you know? He doesn't have, doesn't drink or use drugs. He could be the stronger parent. But a court is going to say that you got a, you got a dick between your legs, sir. Um, we don't believe you can nurture. 
We don't believe that you can care for this child by yourself without the, you know, feminine uh, equipment. I can't wait till we start having same-sex couples in custody court. I want to be there for that. I want to watch that shit because like, I, I want to go to the same judges and lawyers that some men went to and got told, no, we can't give it to you on the basis of sex. I want to put those guys in the courtroom so they can look at that judge right in the eye when she awards custody to a male and be like, what's your criteria? Did he act more feminine than the other guy? Does she act more masculine than the other woman? Why she didn't get it? What What is your criteria now? I There's some things in the battle of the sexes where I, I cheer on. I'm ready to cheer on that same-sex couple that's going through a fucking nasty divorce and it's a custody battle. Oh, I'm ready for that. I, I, I want to sell tickets for every dad that has to pay child support to be there in attendance to look this judge in the eye and be like, what you going to do? You know, because there's been men that's been in that courtroom that probably stable, probably had their own home, probably had like all the means to take care of the child. And they were told no on the basis that they were a man. And there's been women that's probably been rewarded kids and stuff like that that knew they had no chance in hell of doing it by themselves. So the moment that they got that money from a man, even if they had a job, they had to go find another man. Because they can't do it by themselves. But they don't want to give it to the person that could just for the sheer fact that the relationship didn't end or go like they wanted it to do. So they would feel that that would be a loss and to the middle ground that both parties want the best for the child. They don't want that life where the middle ground is achieved. They just want the W. This is where the battle of the sexes gets like murky. You know, everybody's trying to decide what and who they want to be. But like, yeah, you could be a man, love a man if you wanted to. You could be a woman, love a woman if you wanted to. But like, unless we fix the laws and rules that are unfair both ways, then um, they, you're going to be in for a rougher time. Say you get divorced. They might even laugh at you like, oh, custody claim. Fuck no. Give the kid to the state. He needs a mother and a family. He doesn't need to be around two males arguing or two females. How would you feel if they said that about your kid or your adopted kid or whatever? Your in vitro kid, you know, that you had. How, how would you feel then? You would be in the same boat and could sit down right next to that straight male man and he could be like this is my pain this is what I go through and women when you're sitting there and you're talking about like all the shit you endure in a workplace for men 
take this note. The average man endures some shit too. Alright. If you're the only male in the office and something's heavy and need to be carried, okay. That's your job. Or like if you're the only male in the office and you're going through a tough time and you're showing outward emotion or like distraught stuff like uh, you know, feelings that's being seen and like noticed by others then, oh man, we might need to get rid of John. He's, he's going through some shit. Meanwhile, Sarah could like have a full explosive like event at work and just go into full tears and rant and scream. Oh, she's, she's going through a divorce. Oh, poor thing. It's different strokes for different folks, but like if you want to be equal, you got to find that, you know, John's blight is the same as Sarah's. John should get maternity leave just like Sarah. You know, uh, Sarah should be able to, you know, get maternity leave if she has a female partner. No, it's slippery slope. That we got to have to deal with, with like the battle of sex is just being kind of just blown to smithereens. It's like there is no more battle of the sexes it's because there's so many different divisions now. It's like Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> you know, there's different, different factions everywhere. And it's like, oh, well, we might come together for the means of the Federation, but, you know. We're all going to do our thing, you know. So that's the, the craziness of the world right now. And who's going to win? Is, there, is it fair to say that somebody should win everything? Or is it fair just to say we have some kind of unmistakable, undeniable middle ground? Here's how you know when we'll get to that middle ground. There are a bunch of chief justices that make laws. None of them are gay. There are a bunch of chief justices that make law. None of them are atheists. There's a bunch of chief justices that make law and religion and, you know, their sex and you know their sexual orientation plays a part in what they make laws so i say that yeah we need we need 10 good chief justices but we need a mixture of you know equalness five males five females two males are non-religious two females are non-religious one male is gay one female is gay and that will be a sound majority for making laws have them of different races have them truly look like a representative of the country you know, 
and then our laws will be equal and fair. There will be like injustices that like are getting called out on because the people that are sitting there, you know, making sure the rule of law is just and vast will kind of really didn't represent America. But to do that, you got to tear the old thing down. You got to tear the original battle of the sexes down and just be like, okay, it's no more battle. It's just village of different sexes. It's no more battle. You know, like, because, you know, right now it, it becomes a battle where you have, you know, two people jumping on one. And that's not a battle, that's an onslaught. Uh, so, can we fix it? Yeah. Do we want to? Is the question. Do you want to? Do you want to have a, a family custody court where the male and the woman go in there and they truly assess it and be like, you know what? Uh, I know you birthed this baby, but he could be the better custodial parent, you know? And here, let's be fair and let's be real. If both parents are working and the woman makes more money, and why would she have to pay child support if the man had custody of the kid, is what some people would say. She had the baby, okay. But if you're gonna do that in that sense, if the man has more money, you shouldn't just like, okay, say this man makes, you know, $3,000 a month. Let's get into real math of this. Man makes $3,000 a month. His rent, say, is $1,200 well, $1, a month, you know, for whatever home he resides in. He has a car payment. Okay, he makes that. That's about $400 a month. We are at 16 you know. So, you know almost about half of his expenditures there. Okay, car insurance, you know, that's about 200 a month. So, okay, you know, or, you know, about a third of his expenditures there, you know, okay. Well, he has to eat, you know, whole month, I don't, I don't know, maybe $200. Okay, we feed that in there, you know. Um, okay, let's say it's the holiday season. Okay, he's got to buy the kid Christmas. What does the kid want? Oh, a PS5, that's about $600. Okay, cool, feeding it in there. And say he's got an order to pay uh, what five hundred or six hundred dollars a month in child support. Okay, uh, you feed it in there. Well, say his wife was slick and she's like, I got alimony too because he makes so much more money than me. Okay, how much is that? Well, probably like five hundred dollars a month, six hundred, seven hundred, whatever. Let's just say six hundred. Feed that in there. There. So this woman's making eleven hundred dollars a month off of him. Now you feed all the numbers in. Truly, how much is this man really spending on groceries? Probably. Not what I said, 200, no. But truly, after that, how much money does this man have from his paycheck? Is dad living near death acceptable if he's taking care of his kid? Is dad living in poverty acceptable as long as he's taking care of his kid? Let's flip it. Say dad has custody. Mom has to pay child support is it acceptable for that woman to be damn near at the point where she's thinking about selling her body or stripping or doing something crazy because she can't eat can't keep gas in that car 
Now, I said stripping and like selling a body to aim at some things that as a profession are something that one sex can do for money that a man necessarily can't do unless he's serving a niche by meaning he's selling straight man selling his body to gay men. Uh, you know. Uh, if a man has the goods and he's ready to show and prove, yeah, he can sell them to women too. But it won't be like the woman of his dreams. It'll be like the woman that wants that, but when people look at her, she just ain't going to get that. You know, so let's, let's be real. There is some element in the battle of the sexes that are just completely unfair because war is unfair. War is horror. War changes people. They have the picture of the 17-year-old guy who went to war in World War One, and they have the picture of him, I guess, like, afterwards, like a few years later, and he looks like he's been aged, like, 10 years. It is traumatic. There's a reason why men don't live as long as women. There's so much emotional and mental stress on a man that... A woman has buffers and protectors for. You're a woman with kids and you can't feed your kids. You can get WIC. You can get food stamps. You can get that. It's a hard case for a man when he doesn't have kids or like stuff like that to get anything. Well, women can get help if, even if they don't have kids. Or even more so, is there a battered men's shelter? Even more so, is there a place where a man can go if his wife comes and jumps on him and he knows that if he physically throws a punch, he will end up in jail or he will end up possibly getting harassed, beaten, or killed by our family members? Is there a place where a man can go other than outside, walking around in the cold, other than you know, somewhere where he's just sitting, looking up at the moon, praying. Is there a place where he can go? Truly? Is there? And if you think that that's fair, then okay. Don't, don't push the envelope anymore with the sexes. You're a woman, you got what you got. You're a man, you got what you got because you were born with it. If you truly believe that. But if you don't believe that just because you're a woman or a man, you should like get certain treatments that are just unfair and start working together. Feminists and masculines, masculine, like outspoken people work together. You know, like don't be about like the sex is just be about like equality. You'll find that like when you start talking about equality, you know, we only try to reference it the race. But when you boil it down, equality is a basic human need. Um So I'm gonna end it with this battle of the sexes wise and like here's here's a here's a component that I want y'all to argue with on the outside when you're going about your life. Alright, think of something that only happens to people in your sex 
and now flip it to what if that only happened to the other sex? What would the world do? And if you think, if you see that like in your mind or like, and you're thinking about it, that the world would do more when it was flipped for the other sex, then why? And when you examine the why, find something that is a middle ground that connects to both sexes and then try to make that solution real. Try to make that law or that premise real. So, you know, it's fair across the board for everybody, you know, with the changes and stuff that's going to be coming in the next coming year, you know, we should do all to do what we should to equal the playing field for everybody because it's going to get tough. It's going to get real tough, but I thank you all for listening. And, you know, if you want to hit me up to argue about this or to chew me out or whatever, hit me up at legionalucas at gmail.com and you know leave me a comment tell me if you like it, hate hate what i said like it or even just want to complain in general or you know give me some kudos um as always love peace and happiness happy new year and happy holidays to all i pray that god bless you and i pray that you are in strong health strong faith and strong mind peace